make the IFTV water. We're live. We're live. <laughs> Yo, we take yeah, the IFTV Anto, we're, water. We're live. What is this? Anto, oh, we're live. What water do you want? Oh, my God. You got to put we, your face you back. IFTV water. water. IFTV what is this, water. Space we, Jam? No, we put it from the basement over there. We fill up the bottles over there. We put uh -huh. IFTV water. <laughs> as long as you drink it first. It's called a studio, no. Anto. <laughs> Anto, what would you, what would, what would you, what would you name the water? IFTV water, I call them. <laughs> You're so original. You're so original. You're a good boy, man. All right, son, go ahead. <laughs> son, how you doing, son? Oh, oh shit! I read, the comment already starting to come in over here. I love those. <laughs> I'm dog gold. I love I'm dog gold. Anto, you still gotta follow along. Over you here, love though. these comments, huh, Anto? Anto, Oh Anto, yeah. What, what sound does the gold make? <laughs> was that the one on your farm? Wait, they, they missed I thought you were a fisherman. It got cut off. It got cut off. One more time. Oh, shut up! Come on, come on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Feeling like I'm with a bunch of losers. It sounds more like a sheep, not a goat. Yeah. Hell yeah. Come on. <laughs> What's the difference between a sheep and a goat? You know? Yeah, Mike might know. The Greek, they know about those things. <laughs> I, th I think that's common sense, Anto. Well, no, no, no. They, the they practice with a... The, the Greeks, yeah, but the Greeks they practice with sheep and goats, you know? <laughs> they do what? soccer practice with sheep and goats. Soccer practice with sheep and goats. Anto, it's uh speaking about goats, it's the goat's birthday today. Do you know whose oh, birthday yeah. it is? Bajo, Bajo, yeah. There we go. What can you tell us about Bajo? Uh, obviously, we released uh, a very nice video uh with my dad where we spoke about uh, Roberto mm. Bajo. We didn't hear your opinion. You obviously grew up watching him. What'd you think? Of course. Well, listen, uh I I, I grew up. Everybody of my generation grew up uh Marvelling Baggio, whether Baggio was in Fiorentino, Juventus, AC Milan, or he went back to, uh, to Brescia. Everywhere he went, the guy made a spectacular uh, headline. So, uh, you know, nothing you can say about the guy. And then, uh, you know, all the other speculation about he's a Buddhist, he's not, or is this, or is that. The guy is, is a real gentleman. He's, uh, you know, even outside of the field, nothing wrong I can say about the guy. I met him personally at the airport with your father. And uh, you can make it makes you feel like you're your best friend. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, it's just uh, it is what it is. It's one of the like a look. Giuseppe Rossi. I feel like almost the same way with Giuseppe Rossi. It's like a, you know, it makes you at ease. You know, it talks to you like you're uh, one of them. And uh, it, you know, those are only the the good champion, the real champion, that make you feel at ease. The fake one, they just uh, they don't sign your an autograph. They don't take pictures. They, they, uh, you know, they think that uh, there's some sort of hot shit. But a real champion, and uh, you just named one, Baggio, and uh, I named the other one, Giuseppe Rossi. Those are the people that they, uh, they treat you with a lot of respect, and uh, they appreciate uh, you, uh, you know, uh, cheering them up and all the stuff. Because, uh, you know, all of those guys that uh, we we were uh, admiring and marveling were during the past uh, 40, 50 years. Those are uh, those are they became famous because of us watching them. And then uh, uh, you know, buying the, the buying the newspaper or uh, buying the rights of the TVs and uh, and all the, the rest of the stuff that comes uh, behind the, the business of soccer. So uh, uh -huh. you know, for anyone not not being humble to uh, to sign an autograph or to take a picture or uh, to uh, to to say to exchange a few words with uh, a fan, Antonio, just a Antonio. yes, sir. Antonio. But how yeah. was he as a player? Forget about that. Oh, excellent, player, excellent, excellent. He was one of like uh, the one few, of the best, I, 
one of the best midfielder ever. One of the best. Yeah. But I, you know, I only remember his tail end of his career, obviously, when he was um i remember a little bit when he was on inter but then mostly when he was on brescia in the mm. end and I, one thing i remember is when he retired and i think i was still young so i didn't really understand the get the full grasp of it mm. but uh i think his last game was versus milan if i'm not mistaken in mm. san siro and everyone gave him a standing ovation and well, you know it don't it doesn't happen often um there's been some greats in in calcio and um you know but a lot of times these guys don't play for five, six different teams, especially not for Juve, Inter, Milan, and be so, uh, you know, uh, praised. Where look at Ibrahimovic. I think Juventus fans and Inter fans don't necessarily have a great, uh, you know, <laughs> don't feel any any certain way for Ibrahimovic the way that we all feel for Baggio. Well, listen, uh, you know, Ibrahimovic comes, it's in a different generation because uh, when Ibrahimovic, uh, no, but you I'm, know, uh, I'm yeah, going I understand, more for I do understand, I, I understand, teams. I understand, but uh, what, what, what you, what's this, what's been missing in this conversation is that, uh, you know, in the last 10, 15 years, that the, the soccer game has changed so much in terms of, uh, it's more of the economic uh, uh, portion that it really takes, uh, takes place than, uh, than the actual, the sports uh, itself. So uh, when Baggio was playing, everybody was uh, admiring soccer. Now we're talking about millions here and millions there, American buying this, Japanese buying that, or uh, uh, Chinese buying this, or uh, uh, South American buying this. You know, it's like, about, it's like more of a, it's more of a business transaction than anything. Oh, we got this for 30 million. We can sell this for... We're always talking about selling and buying. It's always, and it's it's always been. Exactly. But back then, back then, it was not like that. With Bancho, it was a big, you know, a big news. Oh, Bancho's leaving Fiorentina for Juventus. Wow. You know, that was maybe once a year you will see one or two of those two, you know, crazy transfers. But that's it. Over here, it's almost every day. People talking behind, or they are already contacting him. You're one of those backstabbers. You're you're a player agent, so uh, you are you know what I'm talking about. You know, that's 25 true. years, 20 years ago, you you will never hear what you hear right now, Pete. It's, uh, yeah, that's true, guys. We're we're we're, uh, we're we're gonna have to run through this real quick because I think I think we're gonna keep this on the shorter end of the podcast because we've obviously had Europe to discuss. Uh, so I want to talk about the Italian teams in Champions League in Europa League a little bit, and then touch upon the, the Derby, the Derby that's coming up, because that's the most important thing. Obviously, we always have these Thursday podcasts, uh, so we're going to run through there. And I do see a comment from Jack Sparrow, who says, best podcast, love from Miami. Wow. Listen, we love your movies, We've man. got so damn much, so much damn uh, snow that we might join you in Miami. I would love us mm. in the podcast just go down to Miami for a couple of days. Let's have Anto Antonio, all you know, expenses paid for. Come on. Let's <laughs> go down Miami. Minute. Let me show you what I have about Miami. I just fished them out. Just stay, stay one second over there. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a little bit scared at what he's I about to bring. He's gonna bring. He's gonna bring a fish, a live fish or something. Just fish that he said. I feel like so. he's gonna bring what Alessio ha had brought that time. I don't remember. Maybe. Don't remember. Uh oh. He got. F what is that? Jersey. What is this? Oh, he can't hear us. I forgot. Was that a crab? Miami Beach. Let me see. <laughs> He's pulling out a speedo. Yeah, we hear you. What is it? Okay, those are shirts that I just fished out this morning. And for some <laughs> reasons, uh, I never wore them because my wife, she did hide them from me. Look, can you see this? Yeah. My, yeah what's yeah. about it? 
Miami Beach. Those are all shirts that I bought when I was in Miami a while ago. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to start to wear them because I might go to Miami, you know. I was invited a couple of times. Let me show you. <laughs> Where's our one. invite? Well, so these t-shirts, my MVP. One second. Oh. How the hell are you like that? <laughs> so I am ready. I'm ready for my game. You Here you go. Coming up. Coming up. Here you go. Where'd All you right. get them? The Bancarelli and Bari? No, actually, those are the. $29.99, okay? Oh, they're not like I don't know. You, you got ripped oh. off then. They're not they're not like uh, when you go to Chinatown, buy four, you get ten dollars, ten, ten, ten shirts for uh, ten. I'm sorry, four shirts for ten dollars, okay? Yeah. All, right. I, All I right. I don't know how I don't know how we got to that. You just happened to have four shirts, but <laughs> <laughs> guys, uh let's talk uh, on, on a more serious note. Uh let's talk about we'll start with Juve in Champions League. Uh absolute disaster. Our performance from Juve against Porto in Portugal, a 2-1 defeat. And thank God for Antonio's boy, Federico Chiesa, because he is the only thing that's keeping hope alive for Juventus in this tie. Of course, with the away goal, it's much better for 2-1 than 1-0 because Juve would only need a 1-0 win um, in Torino to be able to go through uh, based off of away goals. <laughs> a performance to absolutely forget. Bentancourt with a, a, a horrible mistake early on. I don't know what he was thinking, or I should say wasn't thinking. Uh, really poor, especially in such an important game very early on. And from there, the team really didn't do much. A lot of, you know, we saw Juventus go up, go up, go up. They were doing really good after the Super Cup. Uh, uh, sorry, after the game against Napoli where they lost. Same kind of thing. Back and forth. So many lateral passes. So many backwards passes. Nobody really taking the bulls by the horn. And um, disaster of performance. There was ba barely any shots. Again, I say thank God for Federico Chiesa's goal because that was the only real thing. Then, of course, there was the penalty drama at the end, uh, which we we can talk about. Uh, yeah, that, that's really it. I, I think Juventus need to bounce back from it, obviously. But the the formation and everything that was happening with the team was, was bad. There was really nobody to save them, not even Ronaldo. Yeah. Yeah. Peter, I was just gonna lend this off to you and be like, do you think because uh, we did the live stream already, but do you think this is more of like a peer law really not getting into his team? This is more of the team because we saw from the first half and the second half, they kind of in the second half when they came back on the field, they kind of gave the same behavior in, in, when they started the match. So I don't know who's to blame at that, but what did you, uh, if you yeah, this match? I mean, first off, more than anything else, it's, it's the attitude that this team did not have this was this you don't come up you come out in a champions league game flat the way that juventus came out and you could even have a bad first half but you expect the second half to come out roaring with the players that you have um unfortunately yeah unfortunately they had the same exact mishap where within the first minute you're letting a goal in and this is mind-blowing especially with a team like juventus where um you know defensively they've always been sound and these mistakes they they don't you know they rarely make i have to be quite honest um you know uh pirlo i i have to blame him for this game because you know you can say that they don't have the right midfield but he's the one that's making these decisions he was the one that was late in making certain subs he also made some for me questionable subs and uh, it looks like, you know, people were saying it, but it's true. The same way that Inter is Lukaku dependent, Juventus is Ronaldo dependent. 
And when Ronaldo doesn't show up, there's no one else that can take the the, the chance and, and score. And um, definitely, it was lucky to get that two-one Keza goal in the in the end because now you're you're giving that chance to uh, to. To take it back, you 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 messed up this game. Go back to Torino, and you can win a game one nothing, and and you're in. So you have everything in your control. Um, I think Morata has to play with Ronaldo. He's been able to score goals in Champions League. He was sick. That's why he didn't. Okay, start. he didn't start that. But he was feeling sick. Okay, but but still, it's just. Kulusevski's not the guy. To start yeah, he's game, not. He's not the guy up top. And obviously, you know, you're hurting with DiBala out, Cuadrado out. Uh, Artur out for sure, but versus Parma, uh, versus Porto, you have to be able to beat this team and then not let in the goals the way that they were let in. And I know your father, if he was here, he'd be flipping out with the back passes. Yeah, he already left us a message <laughs> going nuts. But uh, I, I saw one thing on the auto goal, it was funny. It was oh, yeah. like, uh, oh, yeah. you know, there once, once upon a time, there used to be defenders that kicked the ball away, mm -hmm. and you know, it makes me think of the Bastoni mistake, but definitely Juventus could have done it a couple of times uh so anto i know you're just begging to to come in and rip them to shreds <laughs> no so i'm not begging fine. listen i'm enjoying myself reading the smartest uh, iftv followers a comment one of them says antonio's blood is boiling the, after uh, you know to talk back to peter <laughs> so, so uh, you thought the, Pirlo had a good game Pirlo did the, good. why don't you say why don't you say what cassano said you know what another guy said uh, if cassano will be playing with ronaldo Juventus will have won. You know, those are all smart people. You know, we Alberto is another guy. Alberto is a very good guy. He keeps Anto. texting me. What? So you thought yeah. Pirlo had a good game yesterday? Uh, listen, uh, you know, let me tell you something. Give us your thoughts. You losing, you losing against uh, a Porto. Porto is now one of the top teams right now in Europe. So it's a disgrace. You guys, you guys should have done a better job. And all of this uh, blaming of Pirlo. You know, Pirlo is not on the field. Pirlo has, has given you, not you, the, the Juventus player, you know, the leverage to to play and display, you know, champions, uh, you know, skills, not garbage. Now, I agree partially with Gaetano that the back pass and all the stuff, but at that level, there should be no mistake to be made, you know, defensively. Pirlo's got no, no, no beef on this one here. You know, now you start... The attitude that Juventus had coming out of the first half and second half, that's not Pirlo's fault? Uh, no. No, because I, I can tell you... Listen, listen. This attitude that we got, we, you guys have to be blaming the coach for everything is is, is something that, uh, you know, is, is coming from Conte. Conte is the only one capable to do that. Pirlo, unfortunately, you blame I, Conte for some for interest. No, Pirlo, unfortunately, was coached by Conte. But in this particular case, I don't think it's the scapegoat. Okay, for uh, for the Juventus loss, you guys didn't show up for the game, and that's the bottom line. Ronaldo did not show up for the game. It was totally, uh, it was totally, you know, uh, you know, uh, put on a cage and he couldn't move. So uh, Betancourt didn't have a great game, but nevertheless, this is not an excuse. You lose two to one against a team. That uh, if you play them ten times, you should be winning nine out of ten. Yeah, but so if let's you have certain players have a bad game, the coach's job is to see his bench and make those subs. Bentogor played ninety minutes. Yeah, he had a bad game. He played ninety minutes. Where I would have, for example, maybe made a sub, one of him or or Rabiot, and more so Bentacor, and keep Kulusevski. You have to go in and win this game. But it, I mean, listen, I don't want to argue each little yeah. sub well, and stuff like that, but. 
he's definitely at fault here. I, I think one. Listen, of the- every week, Marco. Every week, you guys said, "Oh, Pirlo, great job! Look what a great job we won this." Oh, Pirlo starting to get into the groove. He's starting to copy from Agnelli. There is a mix between Agnelli and Pirlo, and there is uh, no Agnelli. Uh, what's his name? Right. Allegri, Allegri, and Pirlo. You know. This is BS, guys. Come on, a soccer game is a soccer game. Every game is different. You go over there, you step into the field. It's the mentality that you have as a player and as an individual. You cannot really be blaming the coach. The coach has given you all you need to go over there and make things happen. If things don't happen, it's because maybe you had a bad day and you have to take it the way it is. So look at Simlan. Simlan went up losing against Spezia. Doesn't mean that all the Simlan players they suck. Maybe for that day they deserve to lose because they didn't show up. So this is exactly what's going on. And I know about the chances. You don't have that many chances not not to show up. So you have to just go in with the ten thousand times the level of content of concentration that you have when you play a league game. So in this particular case, I blame I blame more the player than Pirlo. Pirlo, I'm sure he told them. Listen, guys. Let make sure I wanted to win this game and make sure you play with high intensity and uh, and uh, be smart uh, out there. I don't think Pirlo said, Oh, they were flat because of Pirlo. Pirlo's got nothing to do with that, you know. I, I mean, I, I disagree, but that's fine. Everybody could have their opinion on that. I think one of the other things that, that's important is that I, I feel like he's forcing this 3 5 2, this hybrid of 3 5 2 4 4 2, where it doesn't really adapt to the team as well. I would love to see the team, I mean, especially in a, in a situation where you have nothing to lose. Nothing was going their way. Why not switch to a 4-2-3-1 or a 4-3-3 or try to put players in, in a better position rather than forcing Kulusevsky to play as a striker, which we've said it since day one, since the second that you see him, Kulusevsky is nowhere near a striker. Uh, but at, at the end of the day, I do agree with you that that the players are are hugely at fault, um, the, the base of it. And and I do I disagree with the comments that are saying, you know, Rabiot, Bentancourt, and McKennie are not Juve material. I disagree because... I think that it's just a, a midfield that lacks balance and lacks the balance with Artur in it. You need a mix of, of of brain, of strength, and all these qualities. And I think the three of them together don't do a great job. I would agree with that. But I don't think that all three of them individually are not Juve quality. Yes, Bentancourt needs to do better. Yes, everybody needs to do better. As far as Ronaldo, I disagree with all the comments. I mean, yes, Ronaldo is one of the guys that wants to win the most. At times, his teammates were running into him, though. I mean, it was it was a disaster performance from everybody. So I do not put this on Ronaldo. I don't know how many times Ronaldo has to save you because seven out of the past eight, and this is including that last game, of knockout Champions League goals were from Ronaldo. And the only thing that I see is like, I, I do feel confident that Juve will come back against Porto. You know, they need one goal. And, and I know Porto, by the way, respect to Porto. They played a great match, not taking anything away from them. I do think that it was... Juve's fault, you know, Juve came yeah. out with the wrong approach, but Porto played the game exactly as it had to. No disrespect to them, all, all, all regards to them. They did a great job. And he's he's an ex-Inter player, the coach, Sergio Consensao. Play with Inter. Of course you would know that. And he played with Lazio. Oh, wow, Pete, that must Consensao, be remember. Yeah, No, no, I but know, we, had two, we had two Inter, Inter, ex-Inter players, Dejan uh, Stankovic, Tiger uh, Milan, yeah. <laughs> and Sergio Consensao beat Juventus. Oh, last so thing, that's last how thing I get... Uh-huh. Go ahead, go ahead, yeah. Marco. Last thing, last thing that I would say um, about about the team is I lost my train of thought. Sorry, sorry. I completely. I had to put that point out there. Michael, say something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna talk about. I, I threw a graphic on the screen 
Uh, I know we talked about this in the live stream, but we didn't get Peter's reaction. Maybe we did get Peter's, but we didn't get Antonio's reaction on it. How Marco brought up. We don't need his reaction to that. You don't think yeah, so? Yeah, you do. No, we Tell don't. Me. We, don't. Huh? we don't need his reaction to Have it. You're just going to get him angry and, and I'll scream. say Pete. Is it good or bad that Ronaldo scored seven out of the eight pass on knockout goals for Juventus? Is it good or bad? Yeah. Well, listen, we all know that this is a, the Ronaldo's Juventus dependent, okay? So it's nothing that's nothing new over here. You know what? But the comment that I've been seeing on the sideline, on the side of the screen over there, they said McKen is not going to win a Juventus a Champions League. And uh, it's probably it's a lot, some of the inexperience of the young guys and the new guys coming into the pitch. That is not really making Juventus, uh, you know, running on an eight-cylinder. So uh, I think you know you guys kind of stuck with the with the the, the home game when uh, when Porto comes back to Torino and uh, you know get the, the the record straightened up because uh, I have a feeling that if Porto scores one goal in Torino, you guys are in big trouble. So yeah. uh, I, don't, I don't want to I don't want to keep running around. I want I want to move on. I want to move on, and I do remember what I was going to say. I was going to say I do feel confident for the for that leg, but. It's now three times that we Juventus have been in the situation because I also felt confident that they would come back against Ajax, and I also felt confident that they would come back against Lyon. And neither of those two well, things they did happened. come back against Atle uh, Atletico. Atletico, yes. So. And that was the one that I wasn't confident, that was <laughs> confident about. But again, that was just Ronaldo doing Ronaldo. Exactly. Uh, guys, let's move on because I think otherwise it's too much. Yeah. Uh, Milan tied today in the Europa League 2-2. Anto, did you get to watch the game? No, because uh, it was not on ESPN Plus, and uh, even the league, Europa the league is never on ESPN Plus. Right. Peter gave me a link that it was impossible to log in. It was some sort of a garbage, one of those inters links. I mean, uh, good luck with that. So if you follow that link, you're never going to get to watch anything. But I watched a couple other games. I watched the, um, I was watching the Manchester United beating on uh, four nothing on uh, the other. Uh, How did sure. you watch those games? You needed a link, or you needed a channel? Were you home? No, I went on TV. I was watching on the TV. I was home. Yeah. Milan Showing game was on, on TV. TV right? Galavision. No. You said the link. I would have told you Galavision. Yeah, it was on TV. Galavision. I watched it. Galavision. What, what channel is that? What is that? What channel is Galavision? What are your thoughts on them tying 2 2? Well, listen, uh, listen. AC Milan, they wanted to take a 2 2 over there. They scored on the 94th minute, those guys from uh, Stella Rossa. But, uh, you know, we're confident. Uh, two, way, two, goal, two away goals that means. Uh, we're going to be paying high dividends when we come back in uh, Milano. And the Stankovic, uh, which is an uh, Inter uh, ex-player, is uh, going to get his ass kicked and he's going to go back to Belgrade uh, with, uh, you know, some pain on the on the rear hand. So uh, let him go where he belongs with a bunch of losers. Uh, as far as Napoli, Napoli, I feel bad because uh, my understanding is that he was playing with uh, almost uh, with uh, nobody over there. He had all 30, 12 to 13 player injured 14. and he had to use 14, 14 players. players. Wow. So, uh, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to take the loss and uh, hope that you can come back and uh, and uh, reverse the, the bad luck that you had on uh, on the first leg. So uh, And Politano's injured, which is poor. Oh. There is one other thing, guys, I forgot. The, the penalty at the end. Just a very, very quick comment uh, on it. For me, uh, it wasn't a penalty. I'll be honest. In live time, I did think it was a penalty for Juventus. I was screaming for a penalty. When you rewatch it, for me, Ronaldo was already falling. Yes, they give this at times. We definitely have seen uh, for very little contact. For the way that I see the game, to me, it's not a penalty. And to me, the people that are complaining, uh, crying over a penalty kick, like I understand why you're mad, but at the same time, that overlooks the real problems. Even if Juventus got a tie, they nowhere near deserved the tie. And yes, I would have taken it if it was possible. But at the same time, you got to look underneath and at what was really wrong. Penalty, yes or no, Michael? I don't think so. 
Peter, yes or no? I say no. He was already falling, yeah. but Matia, we, we had him on the live stream yesterday. He did say, listen, the guy didn't go for the ball. Didn't, didn't touch the ball. He, he touched only Ronaldo. So, like you said, we we have seen it called in the past. If the ref calls it, maybe the VAR check says, listen, it could be a penalty. I was more mad that they that they stopped the game right away. They stopped the game way yeah. too soon. Uh, there was still some time they that should have been added on. Right I was more mad at that. Anto, Anto, your thoughts? Was it a penalty, yes or no? No, it was no penalty. Okay. No. Uh, now, now, now we can move on. Peter, thoughts on Europa League? Uh, you can take anything you want. Roma, Napoli, Milan, anything. Yeah, I mean, Roma, 2-0. Uh, good win. Dzeko scores. Then Borja Mayoral, who subs in for Dzeko, comes in. Um, commanding performance. Uh, Braga also went down to 10 men. So, you know, all in out, Roma got the job done. Two nothing, and uh, and you bring it back home to to Rome, and and you have a commanding lead, two away goals. Uh, Milan, you know it's a tough game, uh, but Milan should win this game, especially that you're winning two one with Red Star having ten men also, with the, one of the players gone a uh, second red a yellow card, and you let in a goal, you know in the ninety third minute on a on a corner kick, which is poor. And you have a big game coming up Sunday. So, you know, maybe a win helps with morale. You you tie this game. Now, all of a sudden, your heads are are down after bad result versus Spezia. A 2-2. Now you're going into this Inter game a little uh, weary, maybe. But one mm. positive thing I would say for Milan fans is that Ibrahimovic didn't play. So, mm. that's yeah, good. He's practicing, practicing for San Remo, Pete. So, plus, uh, you know what? <laughs> Listen, you you are already you're Pete. We did, we already told you you're gonna win Sunday. What are you what are you gonna go worrying about it? We're not, we're not there yet. Game? We're not there yet. Mike, oh. Mike, thoughts on the Europa League? Is yeah. is Milan falling down? What what are your what are your thoughts on everything? I mean, uh, for the Milan thing, they should have won. Yeah, um, it was it was two two. They conceded whatever. What was the last minute? Uh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't you know I put my head down too much for them. Um, they didn't play their entire. Entirely full squad, and I think they're getting ready for the Derby della Madonnina. So, uh, like Peter was saying, you get the, you know, you get the two away goals, uh, which is good. And um, I don't think this has anything to do with uh, Scudetto or them falling or anything with form. I just okay. thought uh, yeah. they should have won. And, They'll so, be fine. Yeah, Touch yeah. on the other games, Napoli and Roma. Yeah, Napoli, Napoli got really got outplayed. Everybody's from, commenting Gattuso out. I don't know, uh, Napoli. If, uh, Granada played very good. I, I don't really watch La Liga, but these Spanish teams, man, especially in Europe and especially Europa League, man, those guys always perform in Europa League. They were running circles uh, around Napoli, and Napoli looked so sloppy. They they couldn't really get real chances, and they looked lost out there. Gattuso out? No, keep him in. Uh, see how he does uh, in the Serie A, and uh, from there uh, we go. Because, you know, at the end of the day, the roster, they, get, they have a depleted squad, so that has to be taken into consideration. So Reno stays for me. And Roma, great job. The only Italian team that won in Europe this week, which is kind of pretty embarrassing. But, you know, we take it week by week and hope, hope for the best for the second legs. Let's now we'll go to uh, the derby that I know Antonio is very excited for. By the way, we will be live for this, and yeah. I know there is a very, very, very special surprise yeah, that we yeah. will not reveal. 
hopefully I don't slip up and say it again like like I ruined uh, with Ryan because uh, he's very mad at me for for doing that. Uh, but I saw pictures and it looks really really cool. Shout out to Peter and even Antonio might be involved. But anyway, Anto, I'll leave I'll leave the the microphone to you right now. You are playing Inter in the Derby to fight back for first place. Are you stop reading the comments? <laughs> are you are you uh, well, how are you feeling? One. Are you feeling confident? Ah uh, yeah, oh sure, of course. Listen, I'm always feeling confident when uh, uh, confident when we play Inter. So uh, because for us uh, the pressure is not on us, the pressure is on them. We don't have to win anything, so Inter has to win everything. So I have a special surprise coming up. So uh, besides your surprise, so it's a win or lose. Uh, we will, uh, you know, a tie would be very disappointing. At that point, I'd rather to lose, but uh, I, I'd rather it's either a win, a, a win or a loss is going to be what I, I'm looking forward to. But a tie. Doesn't doesn't do justice to anybody. I will. I would. I think we have a good chance to win the game. I don't know. I just have a, a strange feeling, and uh, we'll see. But maybe Peter is going to find another twenty excuses. Going to pull them out from his, uh, you know, a magic hat to to see what Conte didn't do or he did or he should have done or he could have done better or uh, you know, etc. Uh, etc. Et you know, Peter. Uh, Peter BS. So. Uh, you know, Antonio, or somebody said Antonio Scammer is damned what? Oh, my God. I love it, those guys. Good quality. They're saying it's uh -huh. a very good quality. Why do you think we helped you set it up? Okay. So, uh, what I was, again, to finish up, uh, again, Pete, the pressure is on you. I know you're preparing a very good surprise, but be careful with that surprise. It might backfire on you, okay? So, <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> Peter, Peter, your thoughts on the, on the game? You're obviously you're going into the game first place. Uh, I do agree with... Uh, with Antonio in a sense that there is more pressure on you. But I think that this is also a defining moment for a lot of the Milan fans and for the, the Scudetto reign. I think that if you would lose this game, I think that it will put a big glimmer on the hopes and, and a lot more favor on Inter. Sure. I mean, you could say there's more pressure on Inter, but I think in the end, it's it's the derby, uh, the La Madonina. It's, it's, this is a game that the Inter, the Inter players, the Milan players know uh, the importance of it. So once maybe the first 10, 15 minutes go by and the nerves kind of settle down, this is a game where I hope it's going to be an amazing game too. And it's the first time in a long time that Inter and Milan are fighting for the first place. Um, the teams are very good, even though Milan recently have had a little bit of a, a slump, but they're fine. These games, doesn't matter if you lost 10 games in a row, this game is always something special and we're going to see something special. I hope it's going to be a very good game. Uh, like Antonio, I think either side can win. Mm -hmm. um, I disagree that a tie is no good. I think a tie <laughs> is is fine for both teams. Obviously, we go for winning. <laughs> but yeah. listen, you tie, you're still in first place. You lose, you're down four points. Now, all of a sudden, Milan fans start to get but upset. If you lose, you're down two Obviously, points. Obviously, win is always great. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how this Europa League plays into effect. Inter have seven days rest. Conte has been studying, uh, you oh, know, twelve wow. hours a day, probably fifteen hours a day. Studying what? Milan just has a chance to. Yeah, the guy's got no brain. What is he studying? What the three five? Nobody hears him. Okay, go I, ahead. I don't know. Do you guys still hear Antonio? We don't hear you anymore, Anto. What are you talking about it? You hear him? Mike? Yeah, I hear him. I hear him. You hear him? Oh, okay. Yeah. What's he saying? Your audio. Your audio sucks. No, what I was saying is, Peter sucks. says that they they had uh, they had seven days. Uh, to rest and to and to to make the strategy and to study this game. Study what? Conte's got no brain. So Conte's got this stupid. Three, to two. Zlatan, but there's tactics uh, involved in soccer. Tactic. What Mike? tactic? Yeah. 
Come on. Mike, can you can yeah. you give us also the news too? Uh, give your opinion and then yeah. and then pop in the news about Zlatan because I know that was a big talk. Yeah, so I just want to say I kind of it was more mine was more of a question. I wanted to ask Peter about this. Um, first of all, Derby del Madonina. I went on uh, uh, Milan Club Philly last night. And I talked about it. I, if I had Dave. to give, yeah, Dave's a man. Love Shout him. out to him. We knew him since the early early days of IFTB. Uh, but I think how Peter was saying, the form does not matter. Doesn't matter. You know, Milan's not doing the best in 2021. This is gonna this is gonna be a dog fight, and we know with Lukaku and Zlatan, those guys have some. You know, they, they got some uh, business they got to some, settle. Exactly, business to settle. And I think there's gonna be fireworks over here. It's, there's not gonna be there's not gonna be a crowd, but it's gonna be like there's a crowd. Mm -hmm. I think that it's gonna be a draw just because it's it's a crazy match. But my question was uh, for you, Peter. Um, Inter might have the pressure on them, but who do you think has a bigger point to prove? Milan, who you know everyone thinks, oh, they're they're not gonna do, or Inter to like, okay, we're the big dog now. We're gonna be first, and we're gonna set that distance. Yeah. No, I think right. I think Inter have the bigger point to prove because this is the team that they they're supposed to win the scudetto. This is a team that, as Antonio would say, Conte spent a lot of money to have certain players. Um, this is a team that's been out is out of Champions League, out of Europa League. So Inter's got to show that they they mean business. And if Milan wins, it's it's gonna cause a lot of controversy. Nothing nothing is thrown out, but it definitely is a, a big uh, let's say punch to the to the stomach for Inter mm. if they lose this game. Well, we'll get everybody's predictions in a bit, Mike. I want I want you to hit that news real quick because it's important. Yeah. So this about. So apparently, uh, there's this thing called San Remo. So it's like a music festival. Really? I, you don't know this thing? To be honest, I'm pretty San new to this. Remo? San, San Remo? San Remo. Oh, San Remo. Okay, so it's like this, uh, whatever. Eurovision, like Eurovision. Oh, that's what it is? Yeah, oh, it's okay. like that. Uh, mm -hmm. And apparently, Zlatan agreed to be a part of this. Yeah. And this is going to be take a place next month. And apparently he's going to miss close to five to six days of not being in Milano. He said he's going to train over there. And there's been some backlash on Zlatan. There's been some... What's so funny? Yeah, I thought you were screaming to his family that he's on the podcast. There's some backlash. Uh, specifically, Fabio Capello, <laughs> yeah. uh, who said something about this. Um, he was basically like uh, Zlatan saying how... Here... Uh, Zlatan's paid by the club, and therefore he must respect. Uh, he must have respect for the club and the fans. And he also hinted about how they're trying to be Milan's trying to fight for something, and he's doing something like this. It's kind of contradicting of what he's doing for the season, and then going off to a music festival. I, I, what are you guys? I'm going to bite this? your face off. So just okay. under golf. Are you no. done with your BS, Mike? Okay, no. with the San Ramon, San Ramon, whatever. <laughs> Listen, first of all, it's not San Ramon, it's San Remo. Okay, <laughs> I didn't say San Ramon. San Ramon. Second, of all, Mike. <laughs> second of all, none of you guys' business what Ibrahimovic does. Ibrahimovic is under contract for AC Milan. If AC Milan is giving him the green light to go to San Remo. Let him have it, okay? He's a superstar. He can afford it. He doesn't have to prepare like Lukaku. And, uh, and <laughs> they have just, you know, they have to listen to contest strategy. You know, <laughs> this guy, this guy, <laughs> he's got no brain. And he's trying to teach a, another bunch of losers what to do. A no brain I cannot teach a, a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, players what to do. And third of all, I just wish they got into a huge fist fight on the field. Ibrahimovic and Lukaku. 
and Ibrahimovic beating the living shit about that guy. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Oh, crazy, man. We're gonna send you to a mental <laughs> hospital after this. It is, man. All right, so fair enough. <laughs> Guys, let's uh let, let's move to the last topic um before we conclude. A nice little quick podcast just just talking about all of Europe and stuff. Um oh predictions, you said one one. Two two oh, one one. Okay, Time. you said a tie. Yeah. I'll say a two zero inter win. Two one inter. Uh and Anto. Media Marco, two zero inter win. That's not what I want. That's not what I want. No, no, no. What I want, I would want a 3-0 AC Milan, but I don't think we're going to get that, unfortunately. Okay. Then you I would much rather Milan won it. You said 3-0 AC Milan? Uh, I'll do that. I'll take a 3-0 AC Milan. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're pulling shit out of your ass now, aren't you? No, I'm <laughs> telling you. There's a very good chance that if uh, AC Milan scores first, and then Inter get, they, they get angry for the game, they're going to come, then expose themselves, Just, and then we're going to go through a couple more times. You know, but just very, very, very clear. A prediction doesn't mean who you support. Yeah. It's just, it's just uh, what you think. I'm just going based off what my my brain is telling me, not what I want. Uh, mm -hmm. Anyway, last last thing. Moise Keane is just killing it at PSG. He became the third youngest Italian to score in the Champions League knockout stages, uh, which is just incredible. His time at, at PSG has been great. Ludovico texted me after uh, Keane scored. And he said, this is exactly what I was talking about on the podcast. We're giving up on, we don't give enough time to the young Italians. And we're seeing, obviously, Florenzi do very well. And Verratti, I mean, had a game against uh, Barcelona that was yeah. unbelievable. We're so blessed to have so many guys. Peter, any thoughts on on, on Moise Keane if, if Juventus gave up on him too early? And if Serie A, if it's a real underlying problem? Yeah, well, I mean, see, like Juventus, for example, their, their objective is to win now. So when you have Moisky coming up from your youth and you're able to sell him for what was it, 30 million? It was a good amount. More maybe, right? To Everton. Yeah. So to Everton, they they bought you're making all profit on that. And that's gonna help the books. And obviously the objective is to win now. So that's what they need. Moisky's gonna still need another couple of years before he can be like that dominant striker. And I think he has the potential to to be that. But it's also similar to what Inter did with Balotelli. You know, obviously he had a little character issues when he was on, on Inter and there was problems with him and Mourinho and, and so on and so forth. But they sold him because they made pure profit. And uh, Verratti, his situation was, a city, you know, Pescara wanted considerable amount of money. And in Italy, they didn't want to give that money for a Serie B player. Meanwhile, PSG, they said how much? And they and they wrote out the check without any problems. So uh, <laughs> we we know, but in Italy, the younger players, for some reason, there's this uh, thought like, oh, they need a they need time to get into the team. They need mm. time to to develop. And where other leagues, they throw them right in and it's true. And they're playing. If Mbappe was a talent, he'd still be in the hey, primavera. The <laughs> yeah. They want to give him a chance. L saying. Lukaku and, and Holland, my gosh, what two players that oh, yeah, that yeah. are gonna lead the yeah, yeah. the football for a very, very, very and long you time. Ronaldo. Yeah, uh, those two guys are just absolutely incredible. Guys, uh sorry that we didn't have better news with the Italian teams, only Roma. Like you said, getting the win. We're hoping for better. We've got a lot of exciting times coming ahead. I am I am stoked for Atalanta against Real Madrid. I am putting my eggs in a basket, and I really believe that Atalanta can knock Real Madrid out. And what a message that would send to everybody. I don't care the players that Real Madrid are missing. They're still Real Madrid. And I have this vision. It's been in my head. It's been a dream over and over again, just watching Atalanta knock Real Madrid out. 
I'm putting it out there into the universe. I don't care. I don't believe in those stupid superstitions. I say it, what I'm thinking. So that's what I'm very excited for. Guys, anything else before we close out? Anto? Uh, yeah, I don't think Atalanta is going to pull out uh, this uh, this big win against Real Madrid because uh, it did not impress me against uh, when they played Cagliari last time and then they pulled this uh, one nothing uh, at uh, you know at the end of the game. So uh, if they play the way they play in Cagliari, they, it's not going to be a big uh, a big Atalanta uh, news. But uh, so Milan could have one bad game and all oh, the team is not bad. Atalanta has one bad game and it's like oh my god! Don't don't forget that Atalanta beat you guys three nothing. They slapped you. First of, all, first of all, you shouldn't be talking because you are out of the Champions League. You're out of the UEFA League. You're out of the... Don't worry, you'll be out soon too. Okay, all right. So, uh, I'll tell you, uh, Gasparini needs to, to make their player a play at the very highest level if they wanted to win against Real Madrid. It's not going to be an easy game. Well, isn't Gasparini a top coach? The best coach, no? Who? Oh, Gasparini. I love Gasparini. You know that. I love Gasparini. But uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Zidane has got a lot more weapons. Believe me. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Football, the ball is round at the end of the day. I don't think many could have predicted some of the results that we're seeing this year. Uh, guys, what, and I just want to say, uh, we didn't talk, we talked about Baggio's birthday, but we didn't talk about the incredible fil uh, film about Baggio that was produced, right? Why are you looking like that? What, did we talk film? the the Baggio video that we did? Yeah, we said in the beginning. We talked about yeah. it? Oh, okay. I'll throw the yeah. link in the caption. Oh, okay. Say it again. Say it again. I was going to say, yeah, for the, for the new people, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Maybe for the new people, I think we're, we're trying to do some cool stuff at IFTV, try to up the production a little bit, make some cool little cultural stories, cultural classroom. We, we like to call it. We got it from one of our followers. We got to shout him out. But uh, we've done it for the Super Bowl. We've Now we're doing it for Bajo's birthday. I'm putting the link in the, uh, in the comments. Mm -hmm. Let us know what you guys think about it. I thought Gaetano was great. Marco did a great uh, layover. And uh, Colosimo did incredible in editing. And if you guys like this, we'll keep doing it with more cool stories and amazing stuff through cultural history. Can we tell them the reply that we got? Reply we got. <laughs> Mike. Yeah. Mike. Have oh, you been oh, drinking oh, coffee that, or not? Oh, 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 my God. God. Mike. Yeah. You know what, Mike? Listen. Yeah, Marco, of course you can tell about the reply that you got from Banjo. But, uh, Mike, uh, you know what? Uh, Many people sometimes they get affected by the UFO, but you get affected by the UZO, the Hoozo. Okay, you you drink too much you Hoozo, Hoozo, Hoozo. What do you okay? How do you call it? Hoozo, Okay, step away from the Hoozo. Okay, so so Marco, you can tell him. Go ahead. Yeah, we got a response from Bajo on the video that he loved it and that he appreciated um, the the coverage that we did for it. We, like we say, it's very important to sh to spread this message. My dad, I have stories about my dad as a as a kid. Every time, oh yeah, this one's not like Bajo or teaching me different things about Bajo. And we want to make sure at IFTV, guys, we pass it down. It's got to be passed down because without history, I mean, you know, it tells the future of what's going to be and, and the legacy that he left. So, guys, as always, thank you so much for watching. Check out the Bajo video if you didn't already. Mike, good job by, by reminding them once again to do that. We will be live for the Derby, which is going to be absolutely insane. With surprises. With surprises. Multiple. So make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe, and we will talk to you guys soon. Ciao, ragazzi. Ciao, ragazzi. Hey, we got a great guy. Comment.